What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. All right, Brad, we are back on the podcast, which means it is two days after the Super Bowl. It is. The Rams pull it out at the end there. Aaron Donald makes a play almost exactly the same play that he made on Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> like he's twirled them around the same. Yeah. Balls fluttered the same, though Garoppolo threw a pick and Burroughs just threw it into the ground. Yeah. He, but, he likes to not, uh, he likes to really, really try to avoid the roughing the passer calls mm-hmm. on his sacks. Cause he really could, I mean, he could, he could severely hurt somebody the way he comes in. Yeah. So he's, he's t- taken the last couple of years to, <clears throat> spinning the quarterbacks around and throwing them to the ground, but which leads to them being able to get throws <laughs> off sometimes. So the last two times that happened, I'm like, that's awesome. Plant them in the ground this time, you know, whatever happens, happens. But yeah, so the last couple of times, and this one was kind of close to Perrine, their, their running yeah, back yeah. on the one angle. But then when you watch another angle, from the all 22 camera from behind the quarterback, it's a good like four yards away. Yeah, from him. Yeah, so yeah. everybody's like, he should have dove. <laughs> They're you know, diving four yards, a big 220 pound running back. <laughs> you know, the, the problem was that second and one call because he, they went deep and then him and the receiver had a different idea on what was going to happen. The ball goes like five, five <laughs> yards out of bounds. It's like, no, no chance. And yeah. I was like, man, like, in these, in, in the end sequence of the game, the coach and the QB, like these are when you put your best play, like whatever your best money plays are. Yeah. Like second and one, third and one, fourth and one. That That's why they're there. Yeah. And they went over on all three. So if you're and, a Bengals and, fan, I'm sure you're pretty frustrated. At and that. not even that. It's when the Rams needed to, it wasn't so much the plays 
but the player. And that's Put what the ball I think. In your best player's hands. Yeah, I had re- I had uh, heard that this week. That I think uh, Joe Gibbs had said that for years. It's not about the play; it's about the player. Well, so you I find mean, that guy. You know, when you need one yard and you have John Riggins, like it's easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and, done and, uh, and the hogs up front. I mean, you could do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> but yeah, and then and then they didn't have Joe Mixon in there for three straight plays because again, I mean, at that point, it's it's. You know what? Second and one. I hope. I hope it's not for the same reason that the, that all of a sudden the Niners put in Jamichael Hasty in at the end of the game because Uh-oh. of the vaunted third down back. You need your yeah. third down back in there. No, just put the best guy in. <laughs> yeah. Give me Elijah Mitchell. I don't want yeah. to. Every time I see Hasty, I'm like, where's Elijah Mitchell? Like, never was it the opposite. Never was there a no. moment during the season where I was like, you know what? I wish Elijah Mitchell. I wish Elijah Mitchell was out of this game and Jamichael Hasty was in. Never, no, no, and and especially when you got. I mean, what did Mixon have? Eighteen hundred all-purpose yards, and, yeah. and and here you are in the Super Bowl. You got three plays. You get one yard, and he's out. I mean, yeah. I, you know, a lot of things, and, and and things like that happen. I mean, it's it, you know, and and calls like you know the 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 phantom uh, holding call on on Cooper Cup, but the play before that, they could have easily ca- called a, a hold on Henderson coming out of the back field so like they missed that one but then they got the next one and then that face back face mask on Jalen Ramsey I mean there's a, <laughs> that was how know, did that thing get know, god that was brutal but I guess they the the ref said after the game they said well his head wasn't turned enough we couldn't call it <laughs> like oh my god they turned it so far I threw him on the ground but whatever you know oh, things happen man. and like I told you when you said that I, I you know you text me you go how did they miss that I said you know it's just gonna even out it's weird it's yeah it's, you know how the NFL is the something weird's going to happen later and sure enough it did but of course if it happens on the final drive of the game then it becomes a huge issue i'm not letting it take anything away from the championship i mean the rams just they won that game i mean it, and it was fantastic and it was uh you know 22 years in the making from our last championship and it was uh a long time coming and uh i'm, I'm very happy very excited um i don't want to go another 22 years <laughs> whatever but well, i just want to say our podcast in the entire time that we've been on the air. This is episode 86, I believe. Now that doesn't mean 86 weeks because they're in the playoffs. We recorded a bunch of shows uh, yeah. during during that series against Dodgers. But you know, it's over been over a year, about a year and a half of shows. In that year and a half, uh, Niners go to the uh, go to the championship NFC Championship. Rams go to the NFC Championship. Rams go to Super Bowl. Rams in the Super Bowl. Giants miss out on the the wild card playoffs one year then they win the division next year this we're we're, we're pretty good luck with our teams as yeah. we record here so that should bode very well for the future and maybe the warriors do some damage this year um but yeah well yeah i mean this <clears throat> we're lucky we're not doing the podcast in what 2008 because then we'd be <laughs> but we'd be sad all the time i mean there, <laughs> there wouldn't be anything yes. to talk about for anybody although the Warriors? No, they weren't that good. They, they that would have been the year after that they made the playoffs. So yeah, exactly. So uh, all right, well let's uh, <laughs> let's hit the intro and we'll come back with the rest of the show being all baseball talk. There we go. Bedrosian throws to Sandberg and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it. Throws to first. It's over. Twenty-seven years of waiting. Hi, 
right, so I wanted to make mention that next week we're going to have another guest. Now, uh, we've had a few guests. Uh, this is the first uh, first non-guest week <laughs> in about a month. We've uh, we've had some some guests, and it's been really fun to talk to some po- folks. We had Darren Chan from KMBR. We had Jarrett Seidler from uh, Baseball Prospectus. We even had uh, from the BAM pod, Rom, my, my son's friend. And you know, we, the, the downloads are, are doing well, which surprised me because I was like, ah, it's the lockout. Nobody wants to talk baseball right now. Downloads are going to suck, but no, the downloads have been yeah. really good. I think the Darren Chan show might be our most popular show of all time. So thanks to Darren Chan for that. Um, if you are listening to this on a podcast feed, you know, click that subscribe button. That really helps us if you so much so want to uh, give us a review. Um, that that would help too. That that helps with that crazy algorithm. I still don't exactly know how it works. Um, give <laughs> us five stars. Math, right? I don't get yeah. math. Mm. Give us five stars, and you know, it'll help us in the rankings there. But you know, uh, we are also. I think I mentioned this. We're part part of the Blue Wire Network now, so. Um, you know, our, I think our downloads are a little bit on the lower end uh, of the Blue Wire Network uh, uh, podcast, but it's nice to have friends. We can we can just build and build and build. Uh, but yeah, so you know, give us a five star rating there. Subscribe to it. Get more people listening to the show. And uh, that was to say that we're gonna have another guest next week. This is somebody who reached out to us. Now we've been following this person on Instagram for a little while now. The Instagram handle is uh, Japan Ball Travel on Instagram. So I think that I, I don't know if he's the guy who actually runs the Instagram account, but he is definitely tied to the Instagram account. His name is Shane Barclay. Uh, he uh, Japan Ball is basically uh, they do guided tours uh, in Japan and Korea and Dominican Republic and other places. Um, and so that's kind of the business. And so he's got tons of stories. And also, he is a Giants fan. He's originally from the Bay Area. I think he had left the Bay Area. He grew up not too far from uh, where you would have grown up. And now he's back. Uh, I think he's actually, um, I think, what did he say, Santa Cruz or something? So he's still, he's he's back, but he wants to talk Giants. He wants to uh, tell his stories uh, of uh, Japan ball and such. So he's going to join us next week week but uh, i thought that was pretty cool because i you know we during this lockout which we'll talk about in a second uh because there's no day-to-day baseball we can do fun stuff like that and listen to stories of of uh you know I, look i would love to go to japan to do a yeah. tour of the baseball parks and stuff that'd be amazing yeah, that would be super cool. I, the Dominican Republic, a little bit scary. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd still love to, and I'm sure he knows the ins and outs and where to go, what, where not to go. Yeah. Uh, speak, speaking of that, there's a guy I follow on YouTube uh, who's just a travel guy, and uh, he and his his travel stuff is fantastic because he loves to go to the most dangerous parts oh my God. of every country and he goes around with a camera and he's this big uh, uh german dude who just goes <laughs> around with a camera and just shoots all kinds of stuff in the most dangerous places you could even imagine um so yeah, yeah i'm sure the trips aren't like that at all but going to japan going to south korea going to the dominican republic to watch um baseball to watch the fans to watch the the fandom around the game in those countries uh would be very very interesting to me um 
as I've always had this thing with, uh, you know, how do fans look at, uh, at at games? We're watching Ted Lasso right now. I'm a big soccer fan myself, mm-hmm. so the Premier League. So watching, you know, that, I, I'm very comfortable with the verbiage and, and everything else in that. And I always have to explain to my wife, like, oh, so so this is what relegation means. This is mm-hmm. what promotion means. This yeah, is yeah, everything yeah. else. So so going to Japan and going to South Korea to see how they interpret things would, would be fantastic uh, j- just to watch and listen. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so Shane is going to come on next week and we'll this we're recording this on a Tuesday because yesterday was Valentine's Day. We got to spend some time with our mm-hmm. wives and our families. Um, but next week we'll be back on Monday and uh, and we'll do the show then. Yeah, Wait, you guys I think so. Wait. We do yeah. Isn't it President's Day? Oh, it is President's Day. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, I, I don't we'll want to. If Shane can do it on Monday, maybe it's best to keep that date. But uh, you know, yeah. we usually like to to have our holidays to spend time with our 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 people. But um, yeah, we'll figure it out. Well, All I, right, got, so, I got a question for you too, though. Before we go on, so speaking yeah. of holidays, do you guys do anything like family wise for for Valentine's Day? Do you guys? Because I mean. You know, when you've been with the same person for a very long time, sometimes, mm-hmm. you you know, things are a little bit different. So uh, my wife and I love to and once we had kids, it was like, OK, Valentine's Day is not we don't go out to dinner. We don't do that. Yeah. stuff. So we just get we get pizza dough and we we shape heart shaped pizzas. Kids build them cook them up and then we will usually watch something uh lady in the tramp you know something disney related that's just mm-hmm. kind of fun the girls love they're teenagers now so you know the older one had her boyfriend over last night so we watched shows with them and stuff and had a good time but do you guys do anything like that wait 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 yeah do you do you like the boy he's a good kid oh okay. yeah good. yeah he's a good kid we've known him for a long time he's been uh affiliated with our our local little league over here i've known him for a long time she's known him for a long time that's good yeah yeah he's a good kid i don't want to say too much i think <laughs> hear me outside the door i don't want to accept him too much you yeah. know what i mean yeah yeah he's like oh he likes me <laughs> yeah a little bit yeah. of fear yeah good. exactly <laughs> so um we, so it, it really depends on if we have the kids or not, as far as what we do. Last night, we did not have the kids. They were with their dad. And uh, so what we did was uh, Brian and my, my sons bought Crystal uh, a bottle of champagne for Christmas. Nice. And so we've just been keeping it like it was just been hanging out. So we busted that open last night, had some dinner, and we watched uh, the new J-Lo movie on Peacock. Oh, yes. Called Marry Me. Yeah, Marry Me. There you go. I keep seeing the commercials for it. So it is absolutely 100% predictable. We called (laughs) every plot line that was going to happen like at least 10 minutes before it happened. But sometimes those movies are also fun because they're predictable and you can adjust your emotions accordingly. And if you like J-Lo, J-Lo is very likable in the movie. But I had one problem with it, which is in what world... Does Jennifer Lopez date Owen Wilson? <laughs> well, I mean, Mobius is a fantastic guy. If you've seen Loki, he plays Mobius. Uh, so, uh, and he's a he's a nice looking guy. He's very dapper. I, I bet he's very polite and nice. I think he's less slovenly than the new Ben Affleck. I mean, the old Ben Affleck maybe, but the new Ben Affleck, I don't know. I, I throw okay. on Wilson in there. So, so there, there was a slight problem for me because um, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think Owen Wilson's had a 
couple of things done to 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 the mug. Yeah, and well, he, uh, he was Batman, so I'm sure he had to look uh, more like Batman. <laughs> um, so uh, so Owen obviously very famous for the the nose. It's very prolific mm-hmm. nose, but he there was a couple of scenes where he's there, and as I'm watching the movie, I was like, wait, who's this old lady? And then we're like, no, that's Owen. Like, oh no. <laughs> Like a couple times, so um. Oh, so you're saying Owen Wilson has Owen Wilson? Had I thought a, you said a, Ben Affleck. Yeah. It has some stuff done. That's I think he had Batman. a couple things done in it's in the possible. facial region. So but if you uh, watch Loki, he just looks like his you know, like an older normal dude, but he has gray hair. Yeah, and like a gray beard. So I can I can. Relate. So maybe 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 he's he may I mean his hair was very blonde in this movie, oh. so it could have been dyed, or maybe there was yeah. a wig action going on. But anyway, I was thinking. I was, I was asking Chris, I was like, okay, how does this movie get pitched to J-Lo? <laughs> They're like, you're going to be this person. This is going to be so very close to your to your real life. You're going to you know, have a few failed marriages here. <laughs> and so you're going to kind of be down on your luck and you just, on a lark, you know, yeah. you just get married again. And she's like, oh gosh, this is, this is kind of a little bit too close to home. Okay, but uh, who's going to be, you know, my husband in this movie? And they're like, it's going to be one of the Wilson brothers. And she's like, I'll take oh, Luke. Luke. Yeah, <laughs> Luke. Luke's great. Very handsome guy, you know, kind of athletic. Uh, and they're like, ah, oh, not Luke. And then she goes, oh, there's a third Wilson brother? <laughs> and they're like, no, Owen. And they're just like, oh, oh Owen. Yeah, Owen. Uh, yeah, okay. So you got to talk yourself into Owen. Look, Owen is, um, <laughs> you know, he's, he's Owen. He's a very likable actor. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't buy it though. I was just like, in what world does J Lo yeah. feel that Owen Wilson is like the the guy? Well, every but, time I saw the commercials too, I felt like, have I seen this before? Is this <laughs> like, like four I mean, times? Who was in Who was in Made in Manhattan? That was her. Yeah, in, in exactly. Lo's that was her. Also, movie. also J Lo, the wedding planner, yeah. the third wedding movie planner. about, <laughs> but never with Owen Wilson, right? <laughs> no. This is their first time. Yeah. Okay, and I, I keep so. thinking, yeah, Owen Wilson and Jennifer Aniston have been in a movie. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. one. There's one Jenny from the other block. Yeah, but, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Owen Wilson, oh, what man. a guy! All right, um, all right. Let's talk about some baseball stuff here. So, owners and players had a meeting on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Every time they have a meeting, we kind of, it's kind of like, well, maybe this time. And it wasn't. I've quit getting my hopes up, man. I don't even, every time they meet, I'm like, cool, we're going to find out how far away they are again. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think at this point that the opening of the season gets delayed and we start missing games? Yeah. I, th- I think we're, I think we're getting there. Um, I want to run down a couple of things from the meeting. Go for it. So uh, Rob Manfred has basically said that they would need four weeks of spring training no matter what. He's throwing that out there. The players, I would assume they agree to um, less injuries. You kind of got to get up to speed and everything. I mean, when you're facing, you know, especially now you're facing upper 90 fastball that are, you know, coming up near your head. You kind of want to have your timing down. So I, I I don't think, you know, let's say I don't think they're going to throw out there. Let's do two weeks of spring training and we'll go right into the season. I They're not going to agree to that. So so they say they need four weeks. Giants and pitchers and catchers uh, were supposed to report today. 
So the clock is now ticking, but usually they report what a week before, uh, 10 days before yes. the game start games were supposed to, uh, spring training games were supposed to start when the 28th, I believe mm, that sounds right. That's yeah. Right. Somewhere around the 28th, uh, 27, 28th. Um, so we're, we're, we're pretty much like 10 days out from that now, a little bit, a little bit more than that. Um, the only thing that came out of the meeting is the MLB, uh, uh, the, the owners uh, put together a plan and it was extremely underwhelming from all of the reports that we've seen. Uh, the pre-arbitration bonus pool that the players want, we talk about this all the time, players want $100 million in this pre-arbitration mm-hmm. pool so that the, you know some of the younger guys can see a little bit of return before they start hitting arbitration. And the, and the owners upped theirs from 10 to $15 million. So I mean, they're still so far off from so many. They had an eighty-five million dollar difference. If I did math right, I'm just horrible at math. Yes, I did math right. Uh, so and then the MLB also raised the luxury tax threshold two million dollars a year in the final three years of this new five-year deal that they're throwing out there. Um, that what does that do? I mean, it really doesn't do much. We keep talking about uh, you know possible um, salary cap. But mm-hmm. if they if the if MLB is throwing this stuff out, we're not going to see a salary cap. I think we're still going to see the thresholds. Um, other monetary things were proposed. Just it was all monetary. It was just you know this 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 and that. They did say right that that they pretty much agreed. Hey, we're we're doing the the DH in the National League, and I don't even think the Players Association has to agree to that. Correct? Yeah, it's a good question. I don't even know. I, I don't think they do. I, I mean, they, they'd be for it. They're always mm-hmm. going to be for it because it just yeah. means you get to add another player who may not be able to play anymore in the National League. You open that person up to more possibilities. So it yeah. would be smart. I mean, that I, I, I don't know for sure, but I'm sure they would not be opposed to it. Yeah, I, I think that's one of those rule changes that they can just make. I, I don't I don't think that has to be in, in the bargaining agreement or anything else. Um, I believe the Players Association proposed that as well in the last go around um, before they played the pandemic season when they were trying to say, look, we're doing this. And so they did. You know, National League had the DH in 2020, um, got rid of it in 2021, went back to the regular. Uh, and, and I think the MLB just said, yeah, yeah, we can put that in there. That's no problem. Um, but, but overall, overall completely underwhelming, uh, players association now is going to make a uh, counter proposal. We don't know when we haven't heard a timeline. There's no time frame. There's no idea when more is happening at this point. We know a couple of weeks ago, a week or so, a week or so ago that the, um, uh, MLB owners said, Hey, let's, let's go ahead and, and get an arbitrator in here. I mean, you do that when you, when you have two or three sticking points, right? Yeah. You're, you're 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 pretty much yeah you're close point. Yeah, yeah you're on point on everything else and but you got three they're they're so far away on everything right now that an arbitrator I mean the, the players association we said this before they'd be dumb to say yes to that because yes. then all of a sudden they would come in and you have to stick with what the arbitrator says and if he you know the mediator says this is uh, he or she says this is what it is this is what you're gonna get for this luxury taxes we're gonna you have to stick with it. You agree to it. Uh, there's no negotiation at that point. And I think the you know, obviously the players' association they want more negotiations and, and they want good faith negotiations. But seeing you know things move like the owners doing the pre-art bonus pool going from ten to fifteen million when the players want a hundred. <laughs> why aren't we throwing out there? How about forty? Yeah. Uh, you know, and the players come back with okay eighty, and they start. <laughs> with, we're not. I mean, this is like the like 
like the worst, uh, you know, car salesman in the world out here, the MLB. Yeah. So it's yeah. just, it's ugly right now. Um, what date do you think would be the first date that we possibly see games again? Spring training? Are no, you talking the, just... the MLB starts what? Uh, I think the Giants' first home game is like the 8th, so... The first week of April, I guess, is the beginning yeah. of the season, right? It's supposed to be. Man. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I don't think too far after that. I think they're going to start. Again, once the gate starts not coming in for the owners and they start losing money at the gates when the games actually start, I think that's when they're going to get serious. And then the fans are going to be even more pissed. Because we're going to say, why couldn't you do this before? Why did yes. you drag this whole thing out? Um, I think we're going to have a 150 game season. Uh, you know, we're going to go two weeks later than we normally would. That that that's what I'm seeing right now. Uh, I have, you know, obviously I don't have any insides or anything like that, but I I can see a hundred and 150 game, 148 game season. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Okay, now, at, is there a possibility that we lose those first two weeks and both sides are just playing poker? Like, at what point do we get to to where they're just like, you know what, it's not even worth trying to get even half of a season back. Like, is there that possibility? It seems like it would be the death of the sport, but I I wouldn't put it past the owners to, you know, to, to play ball like that. Yeah, they, they don't want another... 1994 debacle because what did what did we have to do to get fans back in the seats to just let players take steroids again yeah exactly (laughs) yeah right and they don't want that because i mean that was such a black mark now on the on the you know it's we're starting to come out of it but at the time it was such a black mark on the sport 
that the 2000 giants were able to happen. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. you know, they were able to hit the, 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 some of the, the lowest home run totals in the history of the sport and win a world series because their pitching was outstanding. Yeah. Um, we're not in that era anymore. We're, we're back to home runs. There's home runs again, but we got launch angle, man. We got <laughs> spin rates. We got everything else. <laughs> so, so it's a little bit different, but I, yeah, I don't, um, man, that's a tough one. I, I, I cannot see them wiping this season out. I, I can't even see them doing an 80 game season. Something's going to be figured out. They're not going to get under a hundred, 140 games. Um, I don't know. Mark this time on the podcast. Mark this yeah. date because if, if I'm well, wrong, man, I, I'm not going to be happy. Well, we're coming off of a two years ago. We had a 60 game season mm-hmm. with a frenetic playoff. Last year, there were still some remnants from the pandemic, though. I think everybody got almost got all their games in. I'm sure. I'm sure there were a couple teams who didn't quite get every game in because of a cancellation here or there. Yeah. But this was going to be the first season where it was like, okay, we're back. Everything's back to normal. Yeah, fans in the stands from the start didn't have that right. last year. Right. Now let's go. And now they're screwing that up. So we're going to get a, you know, for the third year in a row, some sort of funkiness going on with a full season. Yeah. And here they are trying to build the young fan base. And we had, you know, we had Rom on the show a couple of weeks ago and he, he already said our, our generation doesn't care about the hall of fame yeah. and, and you, you want to start having this generation not care about a lot of stuff. Don't play baseball and, yeah. and you're going to have a real problem on your hands. Um, you know, I had uh, both my kids were interested in not so much the super bowl, but it was more than a halftime show. Yes. Um, you know, because I do play a lot of Dre and Snoop and, and, you know, Eminem in the house and stuff. The the clean. I try. Well, sure. they're fifteen and thirteen. Who am yeah. I kidding? Yeah, they yeah, heard yeah. it all. So <laughs> so you know, so we listen. So the, so they were very much interested in that. Um, and then I saw some tweets that said, "Can you imagine like a baseball game like this that decides the entire? It's like a single game and, and, yeah. and, 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 and But but we have that in the World Baseball Classic. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see more world baseball classic. I would like to see more baseball. I would like to see, um, you know, we're, we're going to go, th- we're going to go through that poll that we did uh, right. about a month ago or so, but you know, it, there's a lot of things us fans would like to see, but week after week, when, when all we're getting reports on are, uh, luxury tax thresholds <laughs> and uh, pre-arbitration bonus pools. Is that sexy? Is that exciting? Do you think my 15-year-old kid is like, oh my God, who's going to go over the luxury tax? No, they want to see baseball on the field. They want to see exciting plays. They want to see young players getting into the majors earlier than they have been because of some goofy rule that says you have to be you know, X amount of years and months before we have have to start paying you and you're on the book all that needs to go away it needs to be a little bit more streamlined uh and they got it they have so far to go right now i'm i'm worried about the sport right now i'm yeah. really worried about yeah. it yeah well uh you know we'll i'm sure we'll report back next week with mm. uh some more of of the same but the arbitration uh, yeah. bonuses i know and then yeah <laughs> n- none of this has anything to do with the improvement of the game which is kind no. of the stuff that we're interested in hearing about yeah yeah all right, so as folks saw with uh, with our little 
thumbnail here with the Nuschler, Will Clark. Love that guy so much. The uh, the Giants came out with their promotions and giveaways. So I wanted to just skim through a few of these to see if there's any interest for you. Uh, so Friday night, April 8th, or Friday actually, day game, April 8th, is supposed to be opening day or their home opener. Uh, probably not happening at this point. Yeah. Um, but the uh, this one was pretty funny, which is the 9th, which is Saturday, the second game of the season, supposedly. Giving away a captain's hat. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't go wrong there. I mean, that, it's a fine looking hat. We don't have pictures of it, right? No, I mean, no, I, okay. I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so the, it's a fine looking, it's a captain's hat with it. You know how usually it's got the yellow. Um, I, I don't have my captain's hat, but I, I was wearing one during the playoffs last year. Uh, it's got the like the leaf on it and the uh, braid across it. Those are orange. Usually they're yellow and it's got the big SF on the front. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I'm very interested in that. I, I might have to hit eBay. Yeah, I know. I they'll they'll be up there. Now, but yeah, yeah. You, you might have to pay <laughs> 25 bucks to get yeah. one. I'll pay 25 I thought you were yeah. going to say 50 because I'm not uh, paying well, 50. Maybe, maybe. I'll pay 25. <laughs> All right. Saturday, May 7th, supposed to be Buster Posey Day. Oh. It's You're supposed to get a commemorative Buster Posey collector's print, first 20,000 fans. And they're going to celebrate Buster, who just retired. And if they miss that game, oh, man. I don't know. I don't know mm, what's that- going to happen there. That would be bad. So what, what's that date again? And who are uh, they playing? May 7th against the Cardinals. Cardinals. I mean, they're going to get a lot of people in the stands anyways, but anything going forward that involves Buster Posey or Linscombe someday, right? Yeah. I mean, they probably can't even get him to agree to it. I know. I'm sure they're probably like, yeah, we're going to give away a Tim Linscombe thing and we'd like you to be there. He's like, nah, good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, but anything having to do with those guys, you know, Posey, Lincecum, Mad Bum, Kane, we got a Kane one coming up too, but, um, yeah, that's going to be, th- th- those are going to be really, uh, hard to get tickets. I think. Yeah. June 12th, Sunday is mm-hmm. Matt Kane. Perfect game. Bobble card. So it's not that's even cool. a bobble head. Those are cool. looking. bobble card. Yeah. I like those. I'm looking at it right now. It's really cool. It looks like a baseball card. It's kind of like 3D. Yeah. And you got Matt Cain in front of him. He's got blue eyes and he's angry and uh, in, in mid-pitch. And it's got the uh, – it's really cool because it's got the line score, his pitching line score mm-hmm. on it, um, which is really cool. Nine, nine innings, 14 Ks, and uh, heart in your throat moment, ground ball <laughs> to third base to um, – Oh God, I can never remember his name. Uh, Arius, right? Is it yeah, Arius? Joaquin the Dream Arius. Yeah, yeah, that one right. had us going. <laughs> I know. And that's against the Dodgers, so that's going to be a sellout, anyways. So, uh, yeah, that'll be sellout. Yeah. Uh, so Janu- uh, June twenty fifth against the Reds, Saturday, uh, late afternoon game, E forty bobblehead, <laughs> first fifteen thousand fans. That's just a sketch rendering of what it's going to look like. But if it looks anything like that, I probably need one. <laughs> so this one, this one suits you. The, the, I think I feel like they do these specifically for you. Mm-hmm. July sixteenth, Milwaukee Brewers, Giants Hawaiian shirt, first <laughs> can, twenty thousand. You can never go wrong with that. <laughs> I, that is a nice looking. If that shirt actually, because again, an artist rendering of it. But if it looks anything like that. 
that is going to be super dope. I'm going to need one of those. And uh, it's a day before my birthday, too. So it's kind of an early birthday present. Oh, I'm wow. not going to be here. I think we're in uh, – where are we then? I think we're in Lake Tahoe that week. Oh, wow. So going nice. to miss it. But I'm going to see everybody in the crowd yes. on that Saturday game on TV wearing those. July 30th, Will Clark retirement uh, number retirement ceremony. That is a game. I, I I think I don't know if they're I don't know if they're going to even sell single game tickets of that game specifically because I know that they have a ticket package like there's a 22 right. game ticket package to get that ticket. Uh, but if there's an opportunity to get that ticket, I'm definitely buying at least a couple of those, whether to take Crystal or take either of my actually JJ yeah JJ will be back this summer actually I might have to get more than two then um <laughs> yeah so but that's gonna the, have to get some ticket packages that's the game right there yeah you could see Will the Thrill get his number retired namesake of this podcast that's gonna be yeah that, that as soon as they announce that because they announced that on two twenty two twenty two on uh on on the morning on uh, KNBR they had a big promotion for it and everything. Uh, that's going to be super cool, man. That that's going to be a, a tough ticket to get. But like you said, if you if that's the only way you can get it, I, I don't know. You can just go to StubHub and pay. Yeah, premium. that's true. Yeah, yeah. All right, August thirteenth, Pittsburgh Pirates, two thousand and twelve World <laughs> Series champion team bobbleheads. I don't know. They, they don't have actually. A, I'm sure there's a handful of the guys that they're that they're putting out there. Yeah. Now, that's not as poetic of a uh, of a uh, opponent, though, because the Giants beat the Pirates in the uh, one game wild card 14, in two thousand fourteen. Fourteen, yeah. So yeah, so it's it's you know it's I saw the Pirates at first and I go, oh, that's a great, and then I was like, oh no, wait, that was fourteen. So two thousand twelve should have done it against the Reds, Cardinals. Yeah, that would have been better. Been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get. When's it? When's there going to be Rally Zito night? Ooh, <laughs> yeah, they absolutely need one of those, man. July fifth, seven five, seven. Yeah, five. there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, the only other one, uh, September fourth, Star Wars Day. Not a big deal, but nah. kind of, kind of uh, a big deal for us. Uh, just yeah, pretty fun. Uh, Reno Aces do a lot of promotions around here too. Um, minor league baseball, of course. They always have a Harry Potter night, a Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville night. And, nice. Uh, they always have a Star Wars night too every year. We've gone to that once, and it, it was pretty fun. It was a good time. Uh, okay. So let's uh, let's move on to the next topic. But before we do, just want to quickly uh, talk about what we are drinking. Yeah. So I know you had something that you called Victory Scotch. Yes. I saved the scotches for the big games, the big victories. I know it's a baseball podcast, but <clears throat> my voice is still... It's coming back. It's uh, went a little crazy on Sunday. Uh, the Rams won. I like to, I saved this. I didn't have it that night because I had two, you call them what, Palomas, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the, so it was a Terramana tequila in um, grapefruit Zevia with a slice of lime. So I had two of those during the game and a beer. It took me like six hours to drink those. <laughs> Sipping and having a good time. Uh, so I didn't have this that night, but I saved the scotch for the celebration. Didn't have nice. any drinks last night. So I busted this out tonight, and Beautiful. it is fantastic. Beautiful. 
Uh, I had texted Brad because for the Super Bowl, uh, my wife, Crystal, invited uh, one of her best friends and her best friend's significant other. And they came over to hang out. And I was like, oh, like, oh, we get to host. This is actually kind of fun. And I was like, oh, what? You know, maybe I'll figure out something. We'll, you know, we'll get we'll get make a drink or something. And then I remembered uh, for Christmas, Crystal bought these tins for me for Christmas. And I was like, oh, let's just make mules. And so I had uh, Moscow mules for everyone else, bourbon mule for myself. And I bought the little cocktail shaker. I'd never had the cocktail shaker before. Uh, Got the recipe. Did we did them? We we had the mules. It was great. Um, And so for this podcast, I still had a little bit of ginger beer left. So I was like, ah, I'll make one for this show for for Brad, so he can he can check out the mug. So there we go. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, man. I I, you know what we keep talking about that too. My wife needs to get those because she's a fan of the mule. Anytime we go out to dinner, she always grabs a mule. We go to a brewery. She doesn't drink beer, so she's always like, "Can you make a mule?" Yeah, I'm I'm on her page with that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So let's uh, quickly get to the last part of this podcast, which is you looked at all of the survey answers that we gave. I think the podcast was five weeks ago that we did. January 10th. We went over the athletics uh, survey of uh, Major League Baseball. And so this is bad for audio, but for video, I'm going to share my doc. Now, let's see. I don't know if I can actually share the doc in of itself, but let's see this. Um, cause Brad sent me a document. Nope. I cannot share the doc on the screen. Um, okay. We're going to talk through the, uh, survey results and you know what? I mean, maybe I'll, as we're going through them, maybe I'll screenshot a couple of them and I can show them live, cool. um, as we talk, but, um, all right. Did you want to dig into the survey and then sort of what we had gone with and then what had won? Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. So it was, we did this back on January 10th. Uh, the athletic put up, uh, a survey, you know, we were just, uh, not too long, about five weeks or so into the lockout, five, six weeks into the lockout. And, you know, so they kind of wanted to get a feel what do baseball fans feel like right now? What, what is going on with the state of the sport? Um, and so they put a nice, a really cool little survey out. Uh, so, so some of the questions that we had, like the first one was, which of the following best describes your feelings about the current overall state of MLB? Uh, it, it was disappointed, hopeful, angry, indifferent, happy. We went with angry. We, and again, you can go back if you want to listen to the last part of the January 10th podcast. We, we did this whole thing, gave our views on it and, and everything. Most of the people were disappointed. Mm 51.6%. We were angry. That was only 11.4% of the people. We're pissed. I mean, you know, because we've been through this before. Maybe older generation, we're we're more mad about it. Younger generation may be disappointed, but we've been through this a couple of times. Yeah, they also also have not. Yeah, they haven't been through one of these before like we have. No. So so we're angry because we know what can happen to the sport with prolonged stoppages and and we just don't want to see that so so that made us angry um who are you most upset with over mlb's lockout and ongoing labor strife i originally said uh, i was most upset with 
both of them equally, but then you talked me into the owner, <laughs> which, which I get, I get it. I mean, now I'm just, I, I see it from that point of view. It's like the players are just trying to get on the field. They would like to get their money. They would like to get, nobody's there to see the owners. We're all there to see the players. We're yeah. all there to see the game of baseball being played. We're, we don't, we're not looking up at the owner's box going, God, he's so great. She's so great. No, we're not. We're watching the players. So uh, most people agreed with us there at a 61.2% um, agreed that it was the owners were the problem. And then both equally 33.5 and only 5.3% of the people blame the <laughs> players. I don't know why you would even think about blaming the players. Well, there is an old school mentality to yeah. some fans who look at the players and go, oh, you're doing something that you know, I would do it for free and you're, and they don't understand the, uh, the other side of it. Or there are yeah. just some people who are just so much, um, you know, maybe in their own work, right. They, they are anti-union or, or something, you know, so it could be one or two of those things. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you expect a lockout will cause spring training to be shortened or canceled? Um, we said yes, and so did 92.1% of the people <laughs> taking the poll. So, and I, I think that's where we're heading. And, and so everybody's going to be right, unfortunately. Do you expect the lockout will delay or shorten the regular season? Yes or no? Uh, we said no. That was a tough one. Uh, that just kind of fell at about 50% right there. Now, I would imagine if you, and, and again, remember, this was asked January 10th. Mm -hmm. January 19th. Here we are now, February 15th. We're now a month later and we see no progress is being made. Yep. I think that's going to be more of a yes, but 52.8% yes, 47.2% no, which is what we said. Here's the fun one. How <laughs> would you rate the job Rob Manfred has done as MLB com commissioner? One poor, then you go two, three, four, and five is excellent. Well, five came in at 0.3%. So that's an ugly <laughs> Rob Manfred. You got to do a better job, man. This is, this is what it is right here. 41.8% said a poor job. We gave him that a, a one. Um, and then 35.7% of the people gave him a two. That's not <laughs> great though. No, I, I wonder the, mo the equally important question is, do the owners think he's doing a good job? Cause that's essentially who he works for. Yeah, and that's the key, and and uh, I guess we're gonna find out after this uh, this negotiation is done. Once we're back to playing baseball, um, I'm sure the owners are gonna see how did he handle it. What yeah. what did he end up having to give up? What did he sway us to do to get the players back on the field? So, right. Uh, which of these issues would you most like to see addressed this off season? We got to check up to five of these, so there was. Minor league pay and living conditions, broadcast blackouts, tanking, service time manipulation, pace of play, DH, automatic ball strike system, revenue sharing, years until free agency, and other. Um, we picked a lot of the high ones. This is what we would like to most see it addressed in the offseason. Uh, minor league pay and living conditions, 71.5%. There's been a lot has come out about that the last couple of days of how poor the conditions are. The athletic is just ripe right now with um, all kinds of articles uh, describing how guys are, are, are having to get second and third jobs in mm -hmm. the offseason just to pay the bills because they're, they're not getting a dime between September and the beginning of the baseball season. And and in what was the conversation about the what was it was it the lawyer who was saying that minor uh, spring training players shouldn't even be paid 
Yeah. 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 Because I, I, and I don't even know if they are right now, because if you're saying they're getting paid from April until September, uh, if you're not going to spring training, you're not getting paid. Um, they're, they're trying to say, we're, Hey, look, we're giving you all this great training. <laughs> I mean, all this stuff, if you went to different, uh, seminars and, and classes and all these other things, <laughs> you would pay $2,200 on average. <laughs> we're giving that to you for free. So why are we paying you on top of it? So yeah, this is a, an eight year old lawsuit that's been going on that was brought on by a couple of minor leaguers. And it, I mean, it's just a sad situation. It's like, Again, I mean, when you, when you look at ballplayers and you look at these guys get drafted, they're the elite. They're the best at what they do. If you're the best at what you do at your job, if you're listening and you're the best you are at your job, you expect to get paid some jack, right? Yep. I mean, especially let's say you're the best in the country at what, what you do, maybe even the best in the world at what you do. You expect a pretty decent salary. You don't expect to not get a paycheck from September until April and then have to go work in a warehouse, uh, lugging around auto parts. I mean, that's what some of these guys are doing. So, and uh, the, the one thing that every player should do is they should just look up how much the team is worth and how much the owners could sell the team for. And also the, the, the other number, and this is probably a little bit harder to find, but did your team turn a profit last year and how much, did they turn a profit? Yeah. Those are yeah, things that every player should know. Yeah. And, and I mean, if you're a, if you're a high prospect and you're a high draft pick, you're going to get a pretty nice bonus coming out of college, coming out of high school. You're going to get that signing bonus. Um, but if you're not, if you're an eighth rounder, ninth rounder, 10th rounder, and you're coming out of your, you know, fifth year of college, cause you redshirted one year and, and, I mean, you may not be getting anything until you finally step onto the field and start playing. Um, one of the remedies they're talking about, too, is giving these guys their paychecks every two weeks of the year. Not just, you know, when they're, when it's the off season, not just throwing it out there and saying, nah, you don't get anything now. Go find another job to pay those bills. So, yeah, you can save it up. But things happen. Life happens. You got to travel. You get, and they're giving them bologna sandwiches. So I'm sure a lot of these guys are like, I got to go get a good meal. You want me to play at a high level? I'm just going to eat a bologna sandwich on white bread. That's not going to do it. So, yeah. Uh, number two, we, we just said, we also said broadcast blackouts. That was 58.3%, something we want to see addressed in the offseason. We also said pace of play, designated hitter, automatic ball strike system. Those came in at like 48, 43, and 31%. Um, kind of the least people wanted to see anything done was years until free agency. Um, you know, it's kind of more of a upper level, um, you know, management type of thing. Uh, a lot of people wanted to see tanking taken care of mm -hmm. and service time manipulation. So. Uh, next thing we got, which one of these changes would you like to see MLB adopt to address tanking? Uh, we said set a salary floor. We, you and I both really like that idea. I still like it. I still think it's a fantastic idea. That was number one at 42.2%. Most people would love to see a, a salary floor. How do you, how do you address that? What are the punishments? I don't know, but let's say you set that floor. You've got it. And, and then are we also going to see bad contracts, mm -hmm. you know, because they're going to say, well, we got to get, you know, we got to get up, we got to get it up here and, and we'll sign a veteran. We'll just give him a ridiculous amount of money. Uh, we can't trade him because he's going to have a stupid contract, but 
So that's going to be a tough one. Reverse draft order for non-playoff teams. That only came in at 21.1%. Institute a draft lottery, prevent teams from picking top five in consecutive drafts. That was 11%. And then no changes, people said, uh, 7% of people said no changes. Uh, Are you in favor of salary cap system? Yes or no? We said yes. 59% of the people said yes. How many teams should make the playoffs? We went a little crazy on this one, but we did. <laughs> we were in the in the minority here, big time. Five point nine percent of the people said uh, sixteen teams, like in twenty twenty. Yeah, we were in that one. You know uh, what? That's you know what's interesting though is it is because it is sort of what you're used to as a fan. But then I think most people were okay with the DH, so they were okay with changing something that's been around forever, but not changing another thing that has sort of been, mm. been around forever. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, no, and that makes sense too, because 16 is a lot. We saw it in 2020, shortened season. So that's why we saw it. But we love the fact that, you know, it was like game after game after game after game after game on the first day of the playoffs. Oh, yeah. It was like, it was just like another regular season, but every pitch counted. So it was super tense for an entire day. And it was just, it was fantastic to watch. Um, but most people didn't want it changed. Uh, they wanted to keep it at the 10, the status quo, 67.7% of people said that. 26.4% wanted to add four more teams and make it 14. If you were MLB commissioner for a day, what on-field change would you implement? There it is, pitch clock. We like that one a lot. I, you and I are high on the pitch clock because mm-hmm. – I don't see. I don't know how many times I could see a guy like go to the rosin bat, <laughs> fix his belt. Well, they're not allowed to touch anything anymore, so who knows? But um, you know, just kind of prance around the mound and super slow wind up, and you know, shake off eight different signs. So pitch clock was number one. Uh, universal DH number two. Ban or severely limit shifts number three. Install robo umps number four, and then all the other ones were just kind of mixed in there. Yeah, some low numbers. Create a tackier baseball. That's another one that you and I like. Yeah, uh, Japan is doing yep. that. Um, but they a lot of people didn't like that one. That came in last on the list. I think they just don't. They don't see that. They don't understand that that is a possible solution to yeah the sticky stuff. But if you don't really care about the sticky stuff, which was kind of a pain in the butt to talk about last year. <laughs> yeah, it was it was. Like, oh. And you're like, ah, who cares? Yeah. That, and then stuff like that happens. And and then we get this and we get the lockout and we say, what, what is going on with our sport, man? It's yeah. like, who's in charge? Like nobody's in charge. And that's, I think that's what we kind of feel right now. There's nobody in charge. Uh, we want to see our star players on the field. Uh, but we also want to see somebody, you know, like Bud Selig at least had a plan. Right. He at least had an idea. He knew baseball. He knew what he loved about baseball and what the fans loved about baseball. Um, you know, he knew that they liked home runs. So yep. uh, what is the ideal number of games in a season? Uh, 162 came in at 49.3% at number one. Number two is what we liked, 154, mm-hmm. 23.8%. But that was a caveat that we're going to add more playoff playoffs. Teams. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't add more playoffs teams, I think you and I are probably fine with 162. Just keep it. Don't change that. Are you in favor of a universal DH? Yes. 71.8%, 28.2%. No. That's why I'm pretty sure we're seeing it. Um, 
are you in favor of a, of a pitch clock? Yeah, uh, we love the pitch clock, 73.3%. No, 26.4%. Are you in favor of automatic ball strike system? That was interesting. That's, a, that's a very interesting one because you and I, I don't like that at all. I'm not a fan. Uh, 43.4% said no, that was us, but the majority said yes, 56.6%. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. How should MLB handle sticky stuff enforcement in 2022? Approve, approve a substance for pitchers to use. So that's 44% at number one. Number two is create a tackier baseball, 25.3%. So more people would like to see the solution just be like, here's a solution or here's a... <laughs> so to speak here's a here's a substance that you could put behind the mound in the rosin bag you just grab it and you've got that stuff that mlb has approved um again creating an attack your baseball kind of the same thing uh probably costs a lot more i would imagine than just getting some sort of substance but then again i think with either one of those i think you're still going to run into issues of hmm this guy thinks it's not sticky enough so he's got something else in his belt you're always going to have that. I mean, that's baseball. You're always going to look for an advantage. Um, which recent MLB rule change would you like MLB to keep? Check all that apply. We liked limiting mound visits, and a lot of people did. It's 79.6% at number one. We also liked extra inning runners on second base rule. Yes. Not a lot of people like that one. That's 30.6%. That's the next one. You got the next slide up there, which is which one recent MLB rule change would you most likely uh, like to keep? And we like that one yeah. because we're old and we like <laughs> to go to bed. I don't, like, I don't, I don't need a 17-inning game, right? I, <laughs> put the I, runner I, at second. Let's do it. <laughs> I was so surprised that people like that three better minimum. Yeah, a lot of people like the three better. We hate that. That is not a great thing for the sport because uh, it just limits your matchups. I know it makes the game a little bit longer, but do other things like like, like the extra innings rule. Because, yeah. I mean, baseball is you, you face a guy, you face a guy. All right, well, now we got a lefty up and we're going to bring in a lefty. Okay, cool. Let's make the pitching change. I mean, make it, you know, they throw in the bullpen. They throw, what, like 50 pitches in the bullpen, it seems like. So when they come out, have them just throw one. There you go. Good to go. Yeah, exactly. Don't even go to commercial break. You run out or get on the cart. You know, remember the old MLB carts? You come out. <laughs> or what about shit. Craig Lefferts and you just run? Yeah, just sprint, man. <laughs> slide in too. Slide it. Slide in at uh, the pitcher's mound. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, and, and limiting mound visits in the three batter minimum. A lot of people, you know, like those. Want to stick with those? Which one recent MLB rule change would you least? like MLB to keep. And we said the three batter minimum, and that's only 12.1% of the people said that most people want to ditch the extra innings <laughs> runner on second base rule. We like that, but, but we had, we had some, you know, ideas on how to change that a little yeah. bit. So you go to the 10th, right. Regular, you go to the 11th regular, and then maybe in the 12th, that's when you say, okay, now we're going to put the runners at second base. True. Get around the 12th. 100%. I, I, yeah. I agree with it. Like I get, cause it seems cheesy it seems like softball right it's like yeah yeah. what would softball do that's what softball would do but if you can manipulate it to the point of like okay is this even are are these players even alive anymore it's the 19th (laughs) inning right is what we're doing really baseball right now 
Yeah. So that that's just but, that's. My but then, point. do you change? I want to ask you: Do you change it back to full game of baseball, no runners at second base, and extra innings when it comes to the playoffs? I think so. I think you do. You think so? Yeah. I, think so. I I don't know. I have a hard time with that. I have a hard time with a certain rule during the regular season that's different during the playoffs. Yeah, I, I get that part too. Yeah, but the only thing that does is. It doesn't really change the game that much in terms of it, it, what you do is during the regular season, you put a runner at second base, you're shortening the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then in the playoffs, you're just letting them play. So it's like you're not really giving an advantage to anybody at that point. It's not like, well, during the regular season, we could win these games. Now during the playoffs, we can't win these games. Then there's It's nothing like that. It's not like right. football where you're better running than passing or whatever. So, um what experimental rule changes would you like to see implemented in MLB? Check all that apply. We like the pitch clock, so do 64.9% of the people. We also liked restricting defensive positioning, tackier baseballs, and larger bases. Uh, and that those are, you know, the four that we picked were four out of the top five. The other in the top five was the automatic ball strike system at 52%. Um, and nobody wants to see moving the pitcher's mound back. <laughs> and neither do we. That was our number one coming up here uh, for things that we least like to see implemented. But uh, the one rule change we want to see the most implemented, everybody else does too, the pitch clock, 28.6% of the people, although it was pretty close. It was that. Then you see the automatic ball strike system at 26% and also at 26% restricting defensive positioning. So those three things could could really help, I think, shorten the game um not necessarily the automatic ball strike system but that's not perfected that still has all kinds of problems i don't think we're going to see that for a little while um what one experimental rule change would you least like to see implemented moving the pitcher's mound back 37.9 percent of the people do not want to see that happen we did not want to see that happen anytime you screw with somebody like what somebody's been doing like i think what we're most worried about is causing more injuries yeah right like yeah if you were to change it and then people have been pitching this way for gosh how long has the mound been that way probably since uh the 20s or something right well no i think actually in the 60s it was uh i believe it was lowered Yes. around the 1960s it was lowered but it wasn't moved back right. or forward right. so yeah so yeah, it's it's been a very very long time. Sixty feet six inches has been in our vocabulary since I can remember at least. Yes, a hundred percent. Since yeah. I, since we were yeah since we started watching. Yeah, um, and then a couple of fun ones. Here's some fun ones to wrap it up. Let's go back to when baseball wasn't locked out. <laughs> Which team has won the MLB offseason so far? It was the Mets, Rangers, Tigers, Blue Jays, Mariners, or other. Uh, 39.7% of people said the Mets, probably because there's a lot of Mets fans who took this poll, uh, and the Rangers, 38.2%, and then everybody else was in the under 10%. But uh, we said the Rangers because, you know, all the moves that they made, Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, um, you know, and they still, I, I still think they're going to spend money once the lockout ends. They're going to go crazy because that's another thing we have to look forward to yeah. as well. They're going to get all the free agency stuff in. Yeah. As soon as that lockout ends, man, it's going to get crazy. And us as Giants fans, we made a couple of pickups, but, you know, there were our own pitchers uh, and a couple of other guys who were not, uh, you know, on our team last year and a couple of other pitchers. Um, you know, and then we had the, uh, the, the option pickup of uh, Belt. 
So there's that as well. Well, not the option pickup. He was uh, uh, given the the QO, the qualifying offer, right? Uh, and then he took that. So we're still waiting to see. We got a lot a lot of ways to go. I, I, uh, I wish this question said which team didn't win the off season. Then I would have said the Giants. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> maybe somebody voted for us to actually that we actually won it, and that one point eight percent of other probably not. Uh, what was the most surprising free agent signing before the lockout? Well. We said Max Scherzer. Everybody else said Max Scherzer, 33.7%. Although Corey Seeker was right in there at 30.8% for the Rangers. Then everybody else was just kind of under 10%. You see Stroman, Semyon, Baez, Robbie Ray, Kevin Gaussman. I'm surprised that people said that uh, they were shocked that he went to the Blue Jays uh, at the 2%. Because when I look at this, I knew that Gaussman was going to go somewhere else, most likely. But the Blue Jays, to me, were kind of surprising. You know, I, I didn't I didn't necessarily see the Blue Jays in the hunt for that. But uh, but Scherzer, thirty three point seven percent. And that was that was shocking because I remember when that happened, everybody was like, whoa, Mets kind of jumped in there at the last minute. And the contract was ridiculous. So so there you have it. Gossman is still mad that the Giants like the yeah. narrative is that he turned the Giants down, I guess. And he's like, no, they still they, they never offered me a contract. He's yeah. still out there tweeting about that. Well, let's piss him off. Let's just start calling Gausman and then just be like, I don't know how to even pronounce you. Were you on our team? I don't even remember. No, that's he, he did a lot for us. Yeah, he, he was he was a good player. I mean, yeah. first half of last year, one of the best first halves in Giants history, probably. Yeah, ridiculous. I mean, just so good. You know, I hope he builds on it with Toronto because uh, Toronto is an exciting, young, fun team to watch. So, And he's going to bring that veteran presence, I mean, to all those guys, uh, that, that young offense. All right, so uh, we got through that survey. Thank you to that survey for providing us extra 20 minutes of content there. <laughs> That's what it's about. <laughs> well, and then like a month ago, it gave us like 45 yeah. minutes. No, <laughs> like a half hour probably. <laughs> but also thanks to Brad for putting that stuff together. He had to go hey, through He had to go through our old podcast and remember what we uh, had voted on. And then he's, he paired that up with what the, the results were. So. It's fun. I like to go back and listen to us. No, not that much. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, we'll be back next week. Like I said, we will have a special guest and uh, we'll keep going, you know, until I don't know. Is there anything we can do to like for us to like go on strike? Like it's not good to go on a hunger strike. You know, no, like, we don't actually gain anything from doing that. Like, can we, we figure out something? Can we find out where they're supposed to be meeting and then go make signs? You oh, know, yeah. Just go like full on 1994. Don't you know, give us back baseball. <laughs> Maybe we can find some signs from the 1994 strike and uh, that fans had made and, and we can like recreate those signs and hold them up. That's all we can do. Yeah, this is not much. They're like, they're like, God, these guys are just waiting for the season to start yeah. so they can talk about baseball. There's no, they're, there's nothing. They're, 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 they're just, they're just pretending here. They're not gonna. Yeah. They're not. I mean, because we could say, oh, we're gonna stop the podcast. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're no, we, we've always got baseball to talk about. That's the thing. We could, we could, you know what? We could always do it too. We could say, all right, 1991 Giants. Go and yeah. we could just we could talk a whole hour about the nineteen ninety one Giants. Any any Giants team we could talk about them. So yeah, we'll go we'll go into the box scores and <laughs> recreate the games. Oh man, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, our, our numbers. Eddie, Eddie, Mil- yeah. Eddie Milner hitting leadoff for the Giants. <laughs> what did I watch the other day? I stumbled upon it on uh, YouTube. Somebody had posted the Giants winning in 1988 uh, when they beat the Cardinals 21 to I think it was like 21 to two mm. and, uh, and, uh, Ernest, the furnace Riles hit home run number 10,000. <laughs> oh the Giants. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But here's a good trivia question. 1988 giants. Cause I was watching, I watched it. It was like condensed to like 30 yeah. minutes and I watched yeah. the whole thing. It was all the highlights basically. Um, who hit the giants franchise home run number 900 and 9,999. 1988. Yeah. It was it was the inning before Ernest the Furnace. Okay, so uh, Clark's on that team. Mitchell's mm-hmm. on that team. Thompson's on that team. Don't think too hard. Um, is it is it Clark? It was it, Will. Oh, it nice. Will he hit number go. nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine? I, you know what? It might have actually been the same inning. Um, and then Ernest Riles. Hadn't because this was July 9th, 1988, and Riles had not been on the team for more than like a, a maybe like a week, had just gotten traded from uh, the A's, right? They got no, no, A's. from the um, from the Brewers? Mariners for oh, uh, Mariners, yeah, from the was it, uh, yeah, I think it was the Mariners or the Brewers, whoever we traded uh, Jeffrey Leonard to. Mm. I know he played for the Brewers and the Mariners, but I can't remember who, where Ernest came from. Might have been Milwaukee, um, but but he had only been on the team for like I don't know, three four days, something like that. And then he comes up and pinch hits and hits a three run bomb for home run number ten thousand in the Giants franchise. It's pretty awesome. Good job. Yeah, yeah. So he was traded by the Brewers to the Giants for Jeffrey Leonard. There you That's go. Was, yeah. Good good uh, good call back there. Yeah. And then and, and then the I, I got it flip flop. They okay. traded him to the A's. That's what it was for Darren Lewis. Yeah. And then the next year, I believe Hackman signed with uh, Seattle because he was free agent. There I you think. go. Yeah. All like right. Said, we could do, we could do that. We could pick a year and we could just go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is it from here. We'll be back next week and uh, cross your fingers. Do all, all, uh, don't don't touch Joe Boo. All those things to, yeah. to make sure that we get we get some talks going again for baseball. Mm. All right, for Brad, I'm Double G. We'll see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace. Whether you want a laid back trail to hit with friends or you're planning something more adventurous, All Trails Plus is your guide to making the most of your time outdoors. Get outside today with three free months of All Trails Plus with code Podcast twenty three at alltrails.com/podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.